https colon forward slash forward slash www.doctorwho.tv Owen, we might need to record an emergency. Russell De- is coming back, Owen. Russell is coming get back. Context, I'm in a meeting. Showrunner, Russell is showrunning. Uh, Russell is effing showrunning, Owen. Mr. Davies himself, permanently. And that's the text I got when I was in a meeting. So I think it's time to ring that bell. Hello and welcome to Into Black Archive, another emergency episode, isn't it, James? It is an emergency virtual pull-together recording on, to date this, it is Friday the 24th of September 2021 and it's uh, early evening dinner time. Yes, uh, but quickly before we begin, if my if the connection sounds bad on my end, it's because I currently have no Wi-Fi, which is why podcasts have been a little bit quiet recently, it's because I've got no internet, so... If I sound choppy, that's why. Anyway. The the tech guy is always foiled by tech. That's the irony of this world. Yes. But yeah, reason we've invoked this emergency podcast has, well, it's already been said, but with much more swearing cut out, is, yeah. folks, what the hell? <laughs> this is, I think this is objectively the biggest announcement Doctor Who has made, po- possibly... We're getting up to that point of, is this the biggest announcement? No, because we had the announcement that I was actually coming back. All right, yeah. Since then, maybe. Yeah, in though, New Who announcements. This really is up up there, so, because if... Yeah. Just just to give some context before James just starts going on a gleamy tour of how happy he is, I, I'm just <laughs> going to give you the facts here quickly. We have the new showrunner. We now know who he is, and we know who he is because this isn't his first time in the gig. Russell T. Davis has decided to make a return to running Doctor Who. BBC Studios are partnering with his company, Bad Wolf, to produce it all. So he'll be taking after Chris Jibnall after their series of specials, so beyond 2023. So yeah, it's, it's big time. I'm going to give I'm going to give you two choices of what happens now. Do you want the balanced professional podcast reaction to this or do you just want my reaction to this? Just have your rea- reaction and I'll ask you some questions afterwards cuz you're more happy okay. about this okay. than okay. me. Okay, I'm just going to give you my reaction. I'm just warning you in advance of what what you've selected is your fault. Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> this is like this is like Christmas. It's Christmas day. In all of time and space. This is it. It's Christmas. This is ridiculous. It's like, if you'd have asked me, and I think you might have asked me this when we did the recording that Chibnall was going, what would you do? Like, what would your dream scenario be? I would just say, we'll just give it back to Russell. (laughs) Thinking, well, that'll never happen. Oh my God, he's come back. Yeah. Sadly, we won't get my favourite option of Mark Gatiss playing Mark Gatiss as the Doctor Who and the Master and the Companion. It's quite upsetting, really. And I am sad about that, but based on the fact it's Russell, Mark <laughs> Gatiss will show up. Yeah. Um. So we'll get... It's a best of both worlds tonight. On balance, there's, there's benefits to Russell coming back. This is... I mean, I've gone on a lot while we've been doing the classic episodes or whenever we've mentioned Chibnall. Mm-hmm. To be like, ah, oh, do you remember when Russell T Davies was running Doctor Who? And I know that saying that is an entirely nostalgic concept because that is how I got into Doctor Who. That is how I got into basically television growing up as a kid. Mm-hmm. So everything I'm going to say is going to be coated in thick. 
yeah, so nostalgia. Just, so just also just for some context here, I to try to counteract some of James's positivity, I am going to be playing devil's <laughs> advocate here. That does a hundred percent mean I agree with everything I say. That's just a disclaimer here. This is how we operate to make sure we get proper discussion here rather than us both just being sat here going, oh yeah, this is the best thing ever because we won't get anything from that. Yeah, and, we, so, and there are things to talk about with this. Yeah, so I think first of all, before we get into any of the politics of it, which there is quite a lot of here, how long do you reckon he'll keep on doing it for? Because it, it feels weird for him to have what was it like five four years doing it and then coming back and then going and spending the same four years do you think he'll be spending the same amount of time longer less it's hard to say i think the way because there was a tweet that the doctor who account put out announcing this which said pretty specifically russell is returning for the 60th anniversary of doctor who and series beyond yeah what that says to me is that he's agreed to do the one series yeah and he'll do that and then anything after that is a complete question mark i mean he might i think it entirely depends on how much he wants to do it because i remember if you've ever read the writer's tale which is a a book that rusty davies and a guy called benjamin cook wrote or co-wrote based on emails that they were sending across while davies was running doctor who the reason he'd quit initially was that he had just become tired and that he'd been doing the show for four years and it had taken up his whole life. Yeah. Because that's something like Doctor Who will do that. And he was running Torture and Sarah Jane. And he did... I think for Doctor Who, landscape has changed as well. Because as you say, we don't... We no longer have the expanded universe to the extent we did back then. But also, back in Davis's era, we had back-to-back every year Doctor Who. It's now not unheard of even going back to the Moffat era, to have a year off, particularly now in Chipnall's era. Mm. So well, that even started back in Moffat, because that was that's 2011 what was... when they split the series up. Yeah, that's what I'm... Because a, a lot... Chipnall gets a lot of hatred for doing this, but Moffat was the one who started it. So yeah. he doesn't need it to take up so much of his life. He can do one year on, one year off, so to speak, which might mean he stays for longer. Potentially. I think on the... If we're thinking about positive reasons why he might stay for a while, yeah, this is all kind of on the administrative side. But the big, the big flashing neon sign for me in the announcement is that Bad Wolf, which is Davies's company that he formed with Julie Gardner, who used to produce Who, yeah, um, for B- for the BBC, um, they are co-producing with the BBC. So that is a fifty-fifty split, yeah, as far as we're aware. That to me tells me a few things: production is pretty much under Davies's control. Mm -hmm. And I think creatively, they're going to be very in control, more more so than any showrunner of who will have ever been. And just to also say, we don't know any of this for sure. This is just our intuition. It's just our intuition of how these things tend to work. So uh, going back to Davies's era, nowadays it's not... I mean... But what was broadcast is still seemed to be the gold standard, isn't it, really? Let's be honest here, of modern yeah. day Doctor Who. But behind the scenes, it's slowly coming out, which there's been issues. Whether it be with the guy who plays Mickey, John Barrowman, mm. 
do you think this is the right time for him to be coming back? If it it depends on how or what context you view it in. If you view it from the context of does Russell T Davies deserve to write deserve the gig? Yeah. As a writer, the answer even regardless of the who he's done before is a stone cold yes because he's just come off of doing it's a sin which is one of the best dramas of the last few years to be made in this country the quality of the writing is outstanding Mm. and he's also done a couple of other shows in the interim period that have been equally good he is as far as i'm concerned the best writer working in television in the uk he is the best this is the kind of magnitude we're talking but, about it's the equivalent of um it's like manchester united signing ronaldo again actually it's almost exactly like that but is it the right time in terms of everything which we're now learning about him a lot of it particularly it's... with say john barrowman's stuff mm. how it later came out which it was openly joked about in a crew video yes it's tough because we don't know everything and I'm not going to be the first person to use someone's writing ability as to jump to somebody's defense. It's clear that stuff was going on, particularly in the early series of the production, sort of 0506 mm. in the first two series that were a bit unsavory. And as times moved on, more and more people have chatted about, you know, we know that Christopher Eccleston had said pretty point blank that he was not going to get involved in the show. If Russell T Davies was involved in the show, that was something else which I was going to come, come on as well. Was that, Christopher Eccleston is, well, past few years, I mean, he's just signed on to do it as a big finish series. Mm. Yeah, he's only just come back to we're, doing anything to Who related. We're essentially here saying goodbye to ever seeing Christopher Eccleston back on screen, aren't we? Yeah, we probably are, which, which is why I'm saying I can have a giddy response because of nostalgia and everything, but we do have to view it in the prism of, well, what does it actually mean? Mm. And there are a few things that aren't savoury from this announcement. Eccleston, it, uh, my words are dead. In the 60th, I would have loved to see Eccleston because we missed him in the 50th. Yeah. So it would have been the perfect time if they wanted to give him an episode and if he was up for it, I think everybody would have enjoyed it. Now, that possibility is definitely out of the window. And if it's not out of the window, it's very unlikely to happen. It, yeah, outstandingly unlikely. There are other stories of people who weren't particularly happy with the de- with the way Davies ran the show. Um, from the writer's side, it was known that Davies basically rewrote everybody else's scripts. Mm. Uh, so he would write his own and obviously they would go through the usual uh, things. But anyone else writing a script, it would have to go through this sort of Russell pass. Yeah. Basically. So he had a very high degree of control on who for a showrunner. And you would imagine that he's going to continue doing that because that's the way he did it before. Particularly now he has more control of it because it's under his own company. Mm. Oh, absolutely. The fact that it... The Doctor Who, as far as I am aware, has it ever been co-produced apart from the 1996 movie, which was co-produced with, uh, I believe, Fox in America, and there was a Canadian company as well? I don't think so. I think it's always been Beeb or or BBC Studios, which is Beeb, but commercial. But yeah, the commercial side. But that that's wild when you think about it in that context. They believe in Russell T. Davies' ability to run this show so much that they are willing to give half of the control of it to his company. Here's a question for you. Yeah. It's not negative or positive or anything like that. It's more of a logistical way of thinking of it. 
Who approached who? The BBC approaching Russell T Davis or Russell T Davis approaching the BBC? I don't know. That's a really good question. I'd, I'd be really interested to know down the line because I'm sure it will come out down the line as to how this mm. has come about. The way Russell's chatted recently whenever when anyone's mentioned who, it sort of has felt like he's had unfinished business with the show. Yeah, because he recently released, I think it was a script which Big Finished ends up using, which was just an unused script which he had. He gave it to Big Finished to produce, didn't he? Something mm. along those lines. And he lines. also did... Uh, during COVID, he did the farewell Sarah Jane thing for the website, yeah, uh, which Russell wrote, and and that got animated, and that was during uh, the first wave of the pandemic. So he's been very slightly involved in the fan side, and he's been do- and he was doing Doctor Who watch parties and live tweeting mm. them. So he's been involved. I think the thing that most interested me about whether he had unfinished business with the show was when he did that interview, and he said, um, I can't remember where it was. But somebody asked him about Torchwood and Sarah Jane, and he basically said, well, Doctor Who should have had its own interconnected universe like Marvel. There should yeah. have been a Don and Noble adventures and should have had a parallel universe where Doctor and the clone Doctor and Rose were, which was planned for a while and almost happened. Mm. So the fact he was bringing that up kind of made you think, well, maybe he's got there's part of him that maybe does want another go at it. And now we know that there definitely is. Yeah. But what does that mean? Does that mean we're going to an expanded universe? Does that mean Davies is going to turn Doctor Who into some Marvel British television juggernaut? Is that the plan? I I was about to ask, would he bring back Sarah Jane Adventures or um, Torchwood? But now I realise there's two issues with that. Uh, Yeah, there's two really solid issues with that. Elizabeth Station's sad sad death and... Yeah, we don't need to talk about that one, Torchwood. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to talk about Torchwood. Although, we should, if we are going to talk about Torchwood, we should mention the fact that I'd be very, very happy to see Eviles come back. Yeah. Obviously, we can't bring back um, Yanto uh, because of canon. Well, we could, it's who. But, <laughs> and Who's I wouldn't consistent? mind that. Yeah. I think there's room for Davies to do that if he wants, but I don't think it'll happen immediately. Mm. The fact is... When Torture and Sarah Jane got commissioned, who was pulling 10 million viewers on broadcast? And we're at about half that number nowadays. Yeah, so that also which I was going to ask you about, because we've previously discussed about how the serialised format will potentially make Chip, Chris Chipnall's run mm. go out on a high, because that's the sort of thing he's used to doing. Yeah, particularly on things like Broadchurch. Can you see Davis doing something like that? Maybe. You have to remember that Davies has always said he's a lifelong fan of Who from the yeah. classic era. And he said that the person who got him to write was one of the ex-script editors on mm-hmm. Who. And he would send scripts as a child over to Who and as a young adult constantly, constantly, constantly. That was his dream show as a kid. It was his dream show when he took it over. And and he said in the press release, I'm excited to be coming back to my favourite show. So if he may have very well have had the idea to do something serialised, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if we returned to the structure we had under Davies, which was a 13-episode season. And for who, for the BBC to get Davies, I think they'll have had to give him some kind of commitment like that. Yeah. Because you don't get a showrunner that big without making commitments, particularly him, because he's probably the most famous showrunner in this country. And also to give it away, to some extent as yeah. well. There's, there is clearly a huge level of control 
that Russell is going to have. Is that a good thing? I think in the main, yes. But you do worry whether there will be enough oversight to potentially rein in sort of... Because you always get that when there's, quote, great writer gets all the control Mm. and they start making decisions because they know no one's going to tell them otherwise kind of thing. And also, going back onto his writing style as well, his writing style, particularly on Doctor Who, was seeing how big a, see, trying to outbeat his own finale every year. Yes. Do you think he's going to have issues if he wants to go down back down that route? Because he he can't outbeat himself any more than Flying Planet, can he? <laughs> well, he d- he did try an end time. That was that yeah. was cool. I I think Russell knows that. Frankly, we're too far detached now on who between his era and now because we've had two showrunners yeah. come in and pretty much reboot the show. So we Attempt. are so far gone. Russell, Russell can't go in and bring and bring David Tennant back and say that he's we're just doing the 10th Doctor again. Yeah. If he does, I'll tell you right now, I will wet myself. And frankly, I'm not ruling anything out based on the fact this has happened. But you would think it'll be a new Doctor and he's just going to try and do the same trick he did in 2005 again. Mm-hmm. but with a totally new way. So, Russell T. Davis is known for his world building, isn't he? He, uh, Yeah. He creates lots of characters, which you remember, and he had a different thing compared to what other, do- other writers have done, particularly Moffat, where he just kind of chucks them away. He <laughs> made his characters come back, particularly, say, Martha Jones. Mm. Do we think we'll be getting any of the old companions coming back? Oh, that's a... on on one side. I absolutely am confident he's going to want to. Yeah. If he can get the actors to do it, obviously there will be a couple that where that will be harder because of other reasons. And I have also just realised the only companion from his era who hasn't died, who hasn't had an issue, is Martha. Well, you could bring Donna back. Donna's alive, but canonically, but just there are issues. Yeah, I don't. If he manages, if he does that and manages to thread a tail which makes sense and doesn't just get tied in a knot, mm. I will be amazed. Let me the just put is, it that way. The, the, his, I'm going to say this with complete balance, listeners, as a huge, huge fan of the Rusty Davies Doctor Two and, frankly, of him. Usually, if I hear showrunner is coming back to show, I think, oh no. Because you're trying mm. to relive old glories and that's not usually, it never usually goes how you think. Because trying to make lightning strike twice is a very difficult proposition uh, in life and particularly in, in television. If anyone can do it, it's him. If anybody can make that work, it's Russell C. Davies. And just because it's an emergency one and we've all got things to do, I ran back from work and you've got to go off and play football. Let's, yes, let's see it is can, a busy day. Let's see if we can start tying up some of our own threads at this point. Mm. Do you think, knowing who he is, yeah. which who do you think he will choose to be the new Doctor? Usually, Davies is very, very known for hiring from people he's already worked with and likes. Yes. So you would 
you would start to think that maybe that Ollie Alexander rumour might not be a million miles away you from m- the tree you now. You might have noticed how when I was asking you that question, I had a slight moment of silence. Mm. That was because I remembered Ollie Alexander and him had worked very closely <laughs> and that triggered as I was asking the question. Yeah, because obviously of um, it's a sin, but there are plenty of others uh, that he could work with. Um, there is, yeah, an off of years and years as well. Mm. I mean, you could start seeing uh, actors from those shows popping up in other roles. I mean, imagine if we got Emma Thompson in Doctor Who. That would really be, not as the Doctor, but as some, something else. That would be fantastic. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Russell actually went and, and kept with the female Doctor thing. I wouldn't yeah. rule that out at all. I think it could be either a man or a woman. I don't think he's going to be afraid to go either way. But at the moment, we're... The thing is, I honestly think it will never get better than this because right now it, it could be anything. Yeah. We have absolutely no idea what this is going to be. All we know is that it's a man who has proven consistently for, for decades that he knows how to write good television. Yeah. But he very, very rarely misses. Can I just say, I can't wait for it to be a female doctor and for everyone who sat there going, oh, not my doctor, the writer's terrible how could they cast a woman for women's dragging it down? Mm. Look at how amazing it was when Rusty Davis is. I can't wait for them to cast a woman and then for them to be extremely confused. I wouldn't be surprised at all. I I think the only reason why a writer of that calibre would come back is because they believe that something new could be done. Yeah. Because why would you come back and just do the same thing you've already done? Because you've done that. Exactly. Russell could do anything he wants, pretty much in in British television. He could go to any company and say, you know, I would like this to air on your channel. And they'd go, yeah, absolutely. Or, you know, can we have some budget? Yeah, absolutely. That's essentially how Doctor Who came back was from him doing that. Yeah, pretty much. So we're almost, weirdly enough, back where we were nearly 20 years ago. It's... I feel like it's going to be a completely new show. I would be very, very surprised if Russell kept... As much as he knows Chris Chibnall likes him, I'd be surprised if he kept too much of the canon that he's built up, just because that's not Russell's style. I, I think it depends on how well this next season goes. And mm. also, how much of this has been working for how long behind the scenes? Because if this has been known for a while and Chris Chibnall has been passing notes to Russell T. Davis, I can definitely see it staying. And if this mm. season goes well, because I, what I reckon this season's going to be is going to be a massive adventure in the timeless children's arc. That's what I, I think, think. That's what I think it yeah. is. And if this, if the arc is done well, and Russell T. Davis is on board, which I imagine they've been having conversations about it being, that would make sense. And also quick thing as well this is why chris chibnall previously said it's it's a bbc studios decision it's because it became to a business decision because they had to work out how they were going to co-produce it continue that's i didn't even think about that but that makes perfect sense now doesn't it because of course chibnall had no involvement because the bbc were already i think talking above him in a way yeah I think the best case scenario from a creative standpoint is that we resolve whatever the flying fuck this time the children arc is going to be and hope to God it doesn't have lasting ramifications because I've got no idea why we're going this way. 
I, Hopefully that gets resolved somehow, and then Davies just kind of moves on. I, I have hope. I have hope. Whether it's well placed hope, we'll see. Mm, I always have hope, but yeah, I I don't have expectation. <laughs> And I think it's important, actually, not to put too much expectation on what happens in 2023, because I know that there's going to be a lot of people right now who are thinking, oh, my God, my childhood is coming back. Because the moment I heard this announcement and checked for five minutes to make sure it wasn't fake. Yeah. um, I was immediately in that giddy atmosphere of, oh, my God, I feel like I'm 10 again. And I'm about to I'm waiting desperately for the stolen earth to come on all week. And that's what everyone hopes. But it's like when they brought Star Wars back and you had all the old fans being like, oh, it's going to be the same as it was. Of course it wasn't because it never is. So all we can hope for is that it's good. If anyone's going to do a good Doctor Who series, if there's any writer, Russell T Davies is frankly born to do this show. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you very much for listening to this emergency podcast. Goodness me, what a day. Like, what on earth? So, hopefully this will get uploaded today. If not, maybe tomorrow. It depends on my terrible 4G. Uh, Yay. Yeah. And if you like us nattering on about modern Doctor Who, you can also listen to us natter on about classic Doctor Who. Just scroll down on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on, uh, and you'll find a whole host of episodes, mainly William Hartnell, but we're on Patrick Troughton at the moment. It's good fun. So... Yes, we have missed the last two weeks. That is because I've been moving and I've got a new job and I have no internet. But as a reward for you guys waiting, we are going to be, I'm going to be putting out the two episodes that we have recorded, which is the Macro Terror and the Faceless ones. And I've just, right as we started to record, I had the email from Amazon saying which our power... The, Power of Evil the, da- of the Daleks, Evil right? of the Daleks yeah. has been dispatched. So we're guessing we've, we've got progress. Black Archive back on the road. Yeah, three three podcasts I think are going to go out in the next roughly week. So busy, yeah. busy week. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, thanks, thanks very much for listening. And if you are excited about this as much as I am, because I, I really am struggling to contain it. I'm so excited. This is like Christmas Day. Please do get in touch. Uh, we're on Twitter at Black Archive Pod, or you can email us blackarchivepod at gmail.com with your thoughts. And remember to subscribe. Thanks very much. We'll see you in 2023. Oh my God, Russell's coming back! We will see you sooner than 2023. But that's when who restarts? Everything else is irrelevant now. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be here in 2023. Oh, I don't know. We might be dead. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening. Damn energy crisis. Goodbye.